0: Welcome to this week's episode of a Simple Life with Jesus series. We're certainly glad that you've chosen to join us today. My name is Philip Thomas, pastor of Journey here in Elgin, Texas. And just recently, our church had the opportunity to go to a small town in Honduras. Uh, This was an awesome experience. There was a group of 15 of us that that went, and uh, thanks to and Nancy Martinez for organizing and leading that, that trip. We had a wonderful time, and we were able to go to this small little community uh, up in the mountains of Honduras. And if you've ever had an opportunity to, to do any traveling, there's something special about just getting out of your comfort zone, out of your element, and just experiencing a different part of the world. Um, and, and one of the big differences that, you that to me, always make a big difference and whenever I travel uh, is just the the terrain um the the nature around you of of how how much it it changes and is different and Honduras was a place that that was very unique to me that I've never really experienced and and what I mean is I I've, I've experienced lots of places I've experienced where you're in desert and hot and dry areas I've experienced being in humid areas uh, I've experienced uh, being in the mountains and experiencing the the coolness and the the mountain showers. Um, But one thing that I've never experienced is being in the mountains and experiencing heat and humidity all at once. It was very interesting as we were driving and getting to the little town in La Puerta, and I don't know uh, what the elevation was, but clearly we were going up into the mountains, and at at one point your ears kind of start popping and things like that. Um, And so you start seeing pine trees, Along with palm trees, and it's fascinating—just uh, the the different feel that that has of knowing that you're up high in the mountains, uh, but yet you're you're dealing with one hundred percent humidity. It, it feels like, and it, but it was such a beautiful setting, and it was um, so so quiet, and there's so much um, uh, seclusion uh, in this little uh, town that you you just are forced to notice the beauty beauty all around you. And and I think that was something that was just really stuck out to me, uh, is just the the beauty of the mountains that surrounded us, and then the quietness. Um, You know, if you ever just kind of stopped, you realize, you know, I don't hear uh, the sound of traffic. I don't hear the sound of technology. And all of those uh, things were were wonderful, and yet were challenging at the same time. You know, we, we certainly get used to living with technology and the the comforts of of home. and And I will say that uh, it's very very hard to get used to taking cold showers. Um, I know that makes uh, me not not as manly as most men in the world, uh, but not being able to take a, a warm shower uh, was. <laughs> Was not the the most pleasant part of the trip, um, but you know, getting out of our comfort zone when we have an opportunity to do that, and trips like this certainly force you to get out of your comfort zone. One of the things that can happen if we let it is we will definitely see uh, a different side of God. We will be more attuned to what God is doing, to what He is speaking, um, and and it can be a very powerful experience. And I think if you talk and ask many of the people who had the opportunity to go on this trip they will tell you that they experienced god in a very real and powerful way uh, i can remember one evening that uh, when we were walking back and we kind of stopped and just listening to the sounds of nature and the sounds of the frogs uh, was just incredible and and it was a beautiful symphony of of frogs and bugs and just the, the sounds of nature and just pointed you uh, to the creator. And it was a powerful, powerful experience. You know, and even the sounds uh, in the morning at 430 in the morning when the rooster started crowing and you you realized how much you wanted fried chicken at 430 in the morning, even that just reminded you that you're in this different place. And many of those distractions that we allow to consume our thoughts uh, here on a daily basis, uh, those were put way in the background. And so we were able to experience God in a, in a very real and powerful way, and, and just in a, in a different way. And I, I started thinking about that a lot, because I've, I've gone on numerous mission trips, and and I always have a wonderful time and experience God in a unique way. And one thing that is always talked about is that people will, will say, you know, we experience God here in such a wonderful way. I wish we could experience him back home like this. You know, and, and sometimes we even start thinking, say, well, you know, it's it's really, it's because we're in this new place, or it's because, uh, you know, this, this simple life that this group of people live is why we're able to experience God. And and I think if we're not careful, we can get to the point where we start saying, you know, it's just our culture and our way of life makes it so difficult to really experience God um, that we're never never going to fully experience the same emotion, the same feeling that we do whenever we get out of our comfort zone and go to Honduras or wherever it may be. And I think that's a that's something that can be very dangerous. We can we can get to the place where we just look for those opportunities to escape our own life in order to experience God. And that is not healthy at all. I don't think in any way, shape, or form God was ever thinking, you know, the only way that people are going to be able to experience me is to get away from their normal life. That's not the case at all. Uh, In fact, If you look at Jesus' life, one of the things that we see constantly is how he took time to remove himself from his group, to just be alone, to be quiet, and to experience the presence of God. And he had to do that and be intentional about doing that. It wasn't that he was stepping away from his life. It was that part of his routine, part of his life was quietening his heart, finding a place of solitude and of focusing on God. And it is so vital for us to do that. You know, and sometimes we experience this on a mission trip and we become uh, so excited about what God is doing, and then we come home and we're like, oh, I, I just wish I could experience God the same way. Well, guess what? The God who you experience in Honduras or uh, when you visit the Grand Canyon or whenever you have a mountaintop experience, he's the same God who's with you on Monday morning when you're waking up and going to work. The difference is is the way that we are receiving Him, the way that we are opening our hearts to Him. And listen, I'm not saying that it's always going to, we're always going to have warm fuzzies and these wonderful emotional feelings when it comes to our relationship with God. I don't think it should be that. But I do think that we need to recognize and realize, you know what, God wants us to be able to experience Him each and every day of our life, even in the routine of our life. But we do have to be intentional about it. One of the passages that kind of came to mind uh, at one point that we read is Psalm 139. It says, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit, when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. You hem me in behind and before. Surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. Now, I love this passage, and it's such a personal thing, and it just shows us how much God knows us, how, how intimately he understands our thoughts, uh, our, understands who we are, understands what we're going through, understands our circumstances. And even in the midst of all that, that verse 7 says, Well, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Well, the answer is nowhere. There's nowhere that you can go that God is not present. You know, God is not more present with you when you're on the mountaintop in Honduras than he is uh, on a Wednesday afternoon uh, here in Elgin, Texas. God is present, whether you're walking in the light or whether you're walking in the darkness. God is there. He is there to guide us, his right hand holding us fast. You know, each and every day, I think we need to start putting into our routine a moment, a time to realize that God is present with us. You know, we're not always going to have an awe-inspiring moment when we do that. But I think it's so vital for us to realize that God is present with us each and every day. That we don't have to go on a mission trip to experience Him. That God wants us to live our life in him each and every day, to recognize that he is there, to encourage us when we're discouraged, to give us hope in the midst of our failures, to grab our hand and pull us forward, to give us courage to take the next step, that he is there with us and intimately involved in our lives each and every day. I encourage you to look for the presence of God in your daily life. Give Him the opportunity to speak to you. Allow Him to walk beside you so that He can be there to guide you, to lead you, to encourage you, to move you in the right direction. God is always present with us. We need to make sure that we acknowledge that presence each and every day. Hope you have a wonderful week.